What's going on everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I wanna welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is gonna be no different. Stick around and we're gonna get started right now. Well, we'd like to welcome all of you guys back to another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks Jr. I'm super excited to have as a guest on uh, our stage. She's not new to the platform, uh, but she's in a transition and doing some different things in her life. And I want to get her up here. Why is this the case? Because I believe that stories are incredibly powerful. Uh, we talk a lot about the story behind the brand here because many of us are looking at the produced version of what you see. It's the polished version of what you see. And so when you interact and engage with brands, oftentimes you're seeing the end result. You're not seeing the beginning. You're not seeing how they got there. And today, this young lady, um, from the first time I met her in our business community years ago, um, that she both and I, uh, both she and I have the same business coach, we just really, really clicked, we connected, and I've just been such a fan of all the things that she's been doing. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together, and let's welcome Miss Mel B. Cook. Hey, Mel, what it do? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm amazing, actually. It's a, it's a wonderful <laughs> Wednesday, right? Like all the acronym, like all of the descriptive words. And, yeah. I love it. I love it. Mel, one of the things that I wanted you to be able to take your time and share and talk through, uh, you have in your career, and I'm sure you'll, you'll kind of talk about it, you have been faced with challenges, changes. Um, and in my opinion, looking from the outside in, you've done it gracefully. You've been able to move in and out of heavy-duty positions, a lot of responsibility, a lot of money involved, a lot of people involved, and really make changes um, really, really smoothly. And one of the things that I think that most uh, leaders are challenged with is um, really building a solid foundation that allows them to kind of move freely through organizations and things like that. I want you to catch people up to speed because they're kind of going to have to know your background just a little bit to get the context of where that is. But can you talk to us a little bit about some of the things that you've learned along the way and maybe the stories behind what's informed how you show up today? Come on, talk to us. So a few minutes ago, you asked the question of, you know, how do you make transition easy, right? Um and so I made a commitment to self and source when I was 23 years old, right? Like a real commitment. So initially made the commitment probably three years before then when I had my first child. And then I went back and made a, a real commitment. When I say a real commitment, meaning making that commitment that no matter what happens in life, that I'm going to stay connected to me, right? And then I'm going to stay connected to source. So source could be God for you. Source could be Allah. I don't care what you call it with the universe, but connecting to a higher power. And so in being connected to that higher power and being committed on that journey, right, you're going to go through different things where you are going to hear different, right? When you hear different, then you are going to do different. So I am not married to a role or a title or a financial like amount, even though God continues to bless me in those areas, right? I'm committed to being connected. So when you're being committed to being connected, you have to be fluid. So when it comes to like all of those things that you said, highest title ever has been COO, been consultant since 2007, 
entrepreneurship for 10 years, successful entrepreneurship for seven years, meaning, and this is where it gets funny for me, right? Making over six figures in both. However, that doesn't mean I kept six figures in both because there's been trials and tribulations along the way. Also built seven figure earners, but don't have that. I don't even want to be a seven figure earner, right? Like, cause there's a level of commitment. So for me, being able to build a solid foundation started with being connected to source and self and then making a commitment to do my work. And so as you make the commitment to become a better person, everything else kind of like falls in line. So as I'm looking for my next opportunity, knowing who I am and then seeking opportunities based on who I am, not just what I desire to do. Oh, that's good. I couldn't find my button fast enough. You said co- being committed to uh, being uh, committed to being connected to source and self. I want y'all to write that down if you're listening um, in the audience. Um, source and self. Mel, and and we're just kind of gonna organically talk right now. I, I, none of this is scripted. I honestly believe that we have gotten to a place culturally uh, where when you have neglected yourself for so long and you've not put you first, you've not taken care of you, when you get to the point to where either A, you can, or B, you're aware that it needs to be done, I'm finding that people make a a, a complete 180, and they move so far into taking care of self that it's to the expense of others as if we don't need others. And I know that you are building an organization now that's steeped in community, can you talk a little bit about some of the things that you're developing, some of the things that you're learning, uh, being able to hold them both in 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 in, in sort of, and, and I shudder to use the word balance because I don't know if it's true balance, but being able to really hold those equally in space and in time so that you do prioritize you, but at the same time, it's not at the expense of the things that you care about, like your family, for instance. It's not at their expense that you're doing that. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And I am one of the few people who probably do believe in balance. I believe in balance because I lived in a balanced life for over 10 years, right? And so I feel like when when we when we lack something, right? So we'll take it like money because most people understand the money part. When you lack money, like you've been broke for years. You've been broke. And then all of a sudden you get that good paycheck start coming in. You lose your mind. Right. Like you start spending everything in sight. You're catching up for the things that you've been thinking about for years. You're going back into it. It's the same thing when it comes to us. Right. Like when you have not had that balance between business or home and self, when you decide to choose you, you wild out for a minute. Right. Like you you go completely left where now you, you're going to the spa seven days a week. You're spending money on things that you don't necessarily need, but you always thought about. And part of that, too, is because there's. There's a level of emotion that's behind all of those actions. For some people, that's fear, right? Like, I'm I'm scared that I'm going to get to a place where I'm never going to put me first, and I'm now you're ready to die. Now, if I don't do this, it's like extremes. We live in extremes. And But, but I will say this. It's okay. Get it out your system for a minute, right? Get it out. Clear it out for a second. Don't, you know, give yourself about six months. I literally do this. There's periods where I've given myself like six months or so to just say, I'm going to buy what I want. I'm going to do what I want for this time frame. And then we're going to come back and we're going to recenter. And so in order for you to get that balance, you have to be real honest about what it is that you want. Like, what do you want? And this sounds like such a simple question, but I promise you most people can't answer it honestly. 
right? Like we answer it from a place of what do you what what do you think the universe or God wants me to have? What do you think will work well with my family? Not scratch all of that and sit down with yourself and say, what is it that I really want? There's going to be steps that you need to take in order to get there later, but you can't achieve balance if you are constantly one minute, one, not aware of what it is that you are trying to achieve, right? Because then you start chasing your tail and you're trying to, you know, like one minute over here and then one minute over there. No, you're one person. And as one person, what does, what does freedom and liberation and balance and peace and joy look like in all areas of life? Then you start investing in those things in order to make it happen. That's a very like a simple answer for, for today. But like you got to invest in it. But first, you got to know what it is. And you have to be real with yourself about what it is. Right. You telling yourself that you want a marriage that works. And I want to, you know, I want a marriage that works and I want a family that's able to fully function without me. And then now you go put all the time into that. Well, you still had other obligations to the left. So you can't just neglect those things to go directly into something else without taking consideration of how they play together. You know, it's funny uh, when you say that, Mel, when we lived in Virginia Beach, um, the 757 is characterized by bridges and tunnels and railroads, right? Um, It's the home of probably the largest uh, military installation in the world, uh, in the, the United States Navy. And you can't go from one place to another, one side of um, Hampton Roads, if you will, without having to pass through some kind of tunnel, a bridge or whatever. I've watched over the years how they construct these things. And years ago, when I was in the uh, civil engineering field, years and years ago, right after I got out of the Army, I realized that the process of building a bridge starts way below the surface. Like by the time you see this thing actually connect from one side to another, years of planning has gone into what that would look like on the other end. So I said all that to say, I think what I'm hearing you say is that before we start really uh, just 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 wilding out and doing all the things, we need to consider what, what's the bridge to get there? What, what do I want? How, and, and I call it capacity. Because even when I hear you say, I don't, I don't want to be a seven-figure earner. Because I've worked around enough seven, eight-figure earners, I've often said to myself, I'm not sure if there is a way to balance all of that. And I don't want the, the bad or the weight that comes with having to make that kind of money personally, not your business, mm-hmm. but you personally. And I think that one of the challenges is because we've not perfected this idea of being able to build the capacity of a thing before we do a thing. You are building some communities right now, and they are communities that are designed to do some specific things. Talk to us a little bit about that work and how that's going to inform not only your current family and friends and the people that you do business with, but people that you desire to attract. So a couple of things. One of the things that you said that foundation starts underneath. So I just wanted to address that really quickly. Yes, that foundation starts like under underneath, right? But here's the thing. Before you build anything, you're mapping it out. You're sitting down and you're looking at the entire city and everything in the city that's going on. Where you have railroads, where you have subways, where you have walk, like you're looking at it all. And then you're drafting a blueprint based on the need or the desire that's come into play, right? And then in order to develop capacity, right, or understand capacity, you have to understand, one, 
Who's building this thing? Who's going to actually be able to carry this thing out? And if I'm saying that I'm able to do that on my own, right? Like how much time does that take? How much, how, how much uh, money does that take? Like, am I sufficient in all the areas that it takes in order to build this thing to make it work? Now, here's the thing. 20 years, for the most part, I've had clusters, right? I've had people that love me. I love them. I call them. I hire third-party contractors, whatever it is, to, to get what I need done. When I went back to the lab this time, right? So I moved from Maryland to uh, Georgia. I moved in the, the beginning of COVID. And I had, a, I told you, well-oiled machine. I've had balance for 10 years. I've been on a, a trajectory that worked for me for longer than that, like for like 15, 16, right? And so when I moved here, it was like a lot of things happening at one time. I crossed that 40 mark. I don't know if y'all have been there. Something get real. You have like no Fs to give. You start really thinking about yourself. So I crossed that. I went from having four kids in my house to now only having one because the other three were grown. So I didn't need that as much. Now I went to the, the, the back of like everything that I thought that I was going to do when I got here in Georgia wasn't going to work, right? It just wasn't going to work. So now I feel like I gave God, I had a big, pretty house of Legos built, right? And God, I prayed about some things and God was like, yeah, that's a cute house, right? But then I feel like he just destroyed, like blew up my Lego house and I have all of these pieces on the table. And so it was like, now you're forced to rebuild. But guess what? This time, and I felt some kind of way to John's point earlier when he was talking about the, the, the accepting and let it go. We have to grieve sometimes our old life. It is the same process that you go with regular grief. I mean, you know, like when you lose a loved one, you go through when you lose things. So I went through that process and then I was like, okay, now I have to accept the fact that God just took my, my Legos and just threw them all over the thing. And I was angry at first because now I have to rebuild. But what he said to me is that you're rebuilding but you have different, you have all the same pieces, right? But this time you're going to build exactly how you want this to look, how you want this to look. And I was like, did God just tell me? He said, yeah, you have the ability to command what it is that you desire and you want, right? So I started commanding what it is that I want. And so part of that was like, I'm not doing my next 20 like I did my last. So for my next season, I need a team because I and well aware of not wanting to work 24-7 because whether it's entrepreneurship, whether I was climbing a corporate ladder, whether I was doing community development stuff, all of it's trading time for money. And at this point in my life, I'm not willing to trade off that much. I want to go to the store with Glenn and Cherie after the podcast, right, and go pick out fresh fruit. So I'm not willing to trade that kind of time at this point. So I have to now assemble a team. The issue with is, with a lot of people is they are in a rush. You're in a rush to build your team and find your people. And then you wonder why you don't find the best people. Like I've literally been sitting on a business idea for the last year because if the team isn't right from the beginning, my foundation isn't right. And I'm not in a rush because I don't feel like I'm running out of time. So being able to assess what I need, where I feel like I need to hire for based on either what I desire to do or don't desire to do based on what I have the ability, the physical capabilities to do, meaning I have the skill and the talent, because just because I have the skill don't mean that I should do it, right? Just because I can. So all of the those things are helping me now form a team. But, it, you know, you first you got to get to the, to the mindset of, like, where you want to go that you ain't trying to do alone. <clears throat> I wrote down Map It Out. I wrote down Stop Rushing. And I wrote down Recenter. 
I think, and you know, you and I could talk for hours, Mel. I think that a lot of times it's that idea that you are under a gun and somehow you're running out of time. And I think that fundamentally for me, I've had to really embrace, first of all, I don't own time. So who says I'm running out of time? And if so, when does it run out? So in essence, I'm rushing against a clock that I don't know when it ends or where the finish line necessarily is. And so even if we characterize that in death, no man on the planet, no woman on the planet knows when that day is for them. And so all I can do is work in time and purposeful so that I'm working on the things that I need to do. How do you quell that desire to not rush through life? Uh, how, how have you been able to say, listen, you know, I've got some goals and and listen, I, I, I understand, I, I get it. And I don't, I'm not saying we shouldn't have them, but how do you kind of slow down in a sense, pump brakes and say, wait a minute, I don't have to get this done today. I don't have to get this done this week or this month. Come on, talk to me. Ooh, so I had to do so much work around this. Uh, when I say I had to do so much work around it, so back to it all begins with a feeling. And so when there was times that I felt like I was rushing and had to do things and I had to, it's because of a couple of things. The first one is because I was used to producing, right? I was taught very early to be performative and not performative in a sense of people pleasing. Performative is that you show results, right? When you're grinding, there has to be fruit to your fruit to your tree and all of the things. And I wanted the, my fruit to bloom as fast as possible, right? But what is that rooted in? It's fear, right? Fear that there's going to be lack, whether it was lack for myself or lack of my family. So I had to address the fear, right? So a lot of times we'll get into this thing of like, you know, oh, I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to learn to pace myself. No, you have to address the emotion behind why you feel like you're in a rush. And so some is fear. Um, for some people, it's guilt. Also been that place where it, it was guilt, right? Like feeling like there were opportunities and things that you missed or you left behind so now you're trying to, because you feel guilty about where you are, I should have been further. Now you want to speed things up, right? Um, and the next one is a lack of faith, right? Like you don't have no faith. Like you go to church every week, you praise God, you turn on your praise music, you like, thank you, hallelujah, you know, and you falling out. But what does your faith really look like? Because if you had true faith, you'll be able to trust God's timing. So these are the hard conversations that I had to figure out in what area that I feel like I'm so pressured to move. Like, what, what, where are those feelings coming from and address them? At points, it required me to lay on somebody's couch. Other points, it just required me to sit still. Like, you're going to sit still and watch Netflix. And people are like, well, why would you do that? Because it's, it's so many hours in a day. Because I had to retrain myself to that, that when I feel like I need to do a thing, doesn't mean that I do need to do a thing. Because here's the thing when it comes to time. And if you've never read Crazy Faith, uh, but Michael Todd, read it, right? So in that whole, like, I need to sit still kind of space, right? And to retrain myself, it's because one, I don't own time. Two, that even if I do go touch it and it is not time for me to touch it, it is not going to go where I need it to go, right? I am going to wind up starting right back at that beginning point. So y'all frustrated because you went cycles and things seem like they're on repeat. They're on repeat because nobody told you to move yet. They're on repeat because like the God that you claim wasn't in your business. And I'm going to speak to me. I had a business that I have not made as much money in any other business venture than I did in this first one. 
But here's the thing. I had no joy. I had no peace and God was not in it. So when I had to give it up, right, when it was like, you know, you didn't ask, you, you didn't trust him. So now I got to give it up and that's on me. Right. But then when I came back and rebuilt something different, I had all the things didn't make as much money. Right. Because I wasn't willing to sacrifice as much of my soul in order to get it. Right. Let's start there. And then two is because now I'm getting that balance of the joy and peace and what I really want to be known for. So let go, get, get to the root cause. Don't just be out here saying that it ain't happening because of one thing. Talk about your feelings. Mm-mm-mm. Now, listen, we could talk for hours. I'm sure there are a bunch of burning questions, maybe takeaway feedback that people want to jump in this conversation before we uh, open this up to the room and you know finish the podcast. Let people know what are you doing today? How are you supporting others? What do you need um, where are you physically in terms of, you know, I, you and I have talked about some of mm-hmm. your dreams and, uh, and then obviously share, where can people reach you? Awesome. So where I am today, I'm loving life, having joy, peace, balance, all the things. Um, I still do major consulting for major companies, um, whether that be individually consulting or like, you know, consulting through another firm. Um, but outside of that, I told y'all, I love my folks. Um, and I am actually doing a radio show. Um, I've always wanted to do radio. It was like one of those things that was on my list. And I was like, oh, this is where I can show up and I can talk about all the things and y'all don't try to put me in any boxes. And then y'all don't get real, like you don't get under pressure when I start asking hard questions. I'm going to give you the questions and I'm going to let you sit at home, drink your coffee and your tea and you think about it. So recently started a show called Midday Break uh, with Mel B. Cook. It comes on Mondays and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Attic Underground Radio. Uh, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, I'm at Mel B. Cook, M-E-L-B-C-O-O-K. Real simple, right? You'll find the links for everything there. Um, when it comes to the community involvement and work, I'm always looking for new partnerships, right? But um, I don't know if I gave off the demeanor today, uh, uh, Coach Glenn. I don't know if I gave it off today, right? But I am, like, I love my people, um, so I'm not just going to throw you money or throw you time. I'm going to ask you some questions. But if you do have some organization that you that needs some support, let's talk about it. I do not mind having a conversation with people who want to do the work and they want to do the work from a way of, of it bettering humanity, if that makes sense. So feel free to reach out to me. I'm also willing to have conversations as it relates to business, community, all the time. But please have a pointed question. I'm not like... I don't mind my brain being picked like some people, but have a point of question because I'm going to be like, who sent you and why you're here, right? So <laughs> just be prepared for that. But I'm at Melby Cook everywhere. I love to stay connected. Meet me at 1 p.m. Mondays and Wednesdays at Melby Cook, at midday at Melby Cook with mid... I can't even get it out. It's I okay. had on my coffee, OG. Midday okay. with Melby Cook on Attic Underground Radio. Listen, we put it at the top of the room here in Clubhouse. So Attic Underground Radio. I'm a fan. Um, This is my sister. Um, She ain't got but to ask. uh, And the answer is yes. I just need to figure out when, where, how do we do it? Uh, But um, y'all, trusted, trusted voice, uh, particularly in um, the area of business, community, and, um, and our people. Um, Mel has a strong, strong sense of, you know, we got to get this right. 
and she's willing to jump in and help navigate it as opposed to uh, just sitting on the sidelines and just talk about it. So y'all tap in with her. And uh, what I'd like to do real quick, uh, we're going to finish the podcast, but we're going to invite you guys up on stage if you got a quick question. Um, here's what I do know. At the end of the day, you cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. I look forward to seeing you guys back again on the next edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.